Welcome to Everyday Sublime, shedding light on yin yoga and meditation. I'm your host, Josh Summers. I'm a yin yoga and meditation teacher and trainer, and also a licensed acupuncturist. This podcast is intended to be an in-depth exploration of the intersections between yin yoga, Chinese medicine, and meditation. In each episode, I will offer a 10 to 15 minute reflection on one or several of these themes. And my hope is that these reflections will support both your practice and or your teaching of yin yoga and meditation. In this episode, I want to talk about some practical considerations about how long to meditate for. I'll be inviting you to consider committing to a specific time each day to meditate, to pick a duration of time that is at first manageable and workable. And also, I'll be looking at the importance of being firm, but also flexible in your establishment of a meditation habit. So let's get started. Just as with the physical side of practicing yin yoga, stillness for time plays an important role in a yin approach to meditation. In this lesson, I'll examine elements of time in meditation from two angles. First, committing to a specific time of day, and second, considering what is the optimal length of time to practice for. So a frequent comment I hear from students is that they prefer to meditate without a timer or from setting a fixed period of time to practice. They find that with a timer, they feel obliged to sit until the end and that the whole practice begins to feel like a task. They prefer, in their own words, quote, to sit until they feel, quote unquote, done, as though they were something baking in the oven. Often, what I think they mean is that they like to meditate until they achieve some preconceived notion of what they think they should achieve, usually an experience of calm or stillness. When they attain such a state, the goal of the meditation seems to have been served, and it makes sense to them that they want to get up and move on to the next thing on their list of daily tasks, but not so fast. As I've previously explored, the whole purpose of an awareness-based or yin-based approach to meditation is not so much about attaining a specific state or experience, but rather to develop a broader understanding of and wisdom towards all states of experience. For this reason, I think it's actually fairly important to stay relatively still in meditation for a fixed period of time, whether that be 15 minutes, 20 minutes, or an hour. The length of time that is optimal will vary from person to person and situation to situation, But first and foremost, I highly recommend just picking a set time and sticking with it for a while. By committing to a fixed time, you will inevitably go through phases of calm, agitation, boredom, restlessness, and even possibly periods of time of not wanting the meditation to end. But sitting through all these experiences, riding through or riding upon these internal waves, you will start to get to know your inner world that much better. However, if you only meditate until you feel calm or done, whereby you then end the meditation, you may not ever explore much beneath a superficial kind of calm. In other words, a valuable learning opportunity may be missed by getting up when you feel done. Now that you understand my rationale for meditating for a set period of time, the next question I often am asked is, but how long do I need to meditate for? Or how long do I need to meditate to get the optimal benefits? 
Or what time of day is best for meditation? The answers to these questions will vary depending on the person. Personally, I tend to be someone who benefits from consistency and routine. I like to meditate more or less first thing in the morning, after my morning coffee or tea. But that's me. Other people might prefer to meditate after they work out or at the end of their workday. Some people stick to 15 minutes every day. Others prefer to sit for more time if opportunity permits, while others vary the time depending on whatever else is going on in their life. So take these general suggestions around time with a grain of salt. First suggestion is to be consistent yet flexible. I do think it's helpful for people, especially in the beginning, to be fairly consistent with when and how long they meditate for. This has to do with reinforcing the behavioral habit to actually meditate. So generally speaking, I recommend to students who are just beginning a meditation practice that they pick a time of day to meditate and that they intend to meditate at that time every day for say 30 days. Establish the groove of that habit. And from there, you can then adjust or fine tune the practice. Now the be flexible part of consistency is important. Unfortunately, many people come to meditation with a perfectionist mindset. They have the view that if they miss one day, then all hope is lost, that their practice is in the dumps and that there's just no point in starting again. Wrong. It's fine to miss a day every now and then. It's also fine to miss a few days here and there. The intention is to practice most days consistently, more or less. So don't let a holiday weekend away or an early morning meeting throw you off of your general commitment. This suggestion to be consistent yet flexible is intended to help you walk the middle path between an overly strict approach, one that mandates you must sit at the same time every day or the world is lost, and balance that with an overly permissive approach that says, oh, it's okay you miss a meditation, just get to it whenever you can. There's a gentle but firm intention in the middle here to stay with it, but a flexible resilience in the face of real life challenges that may not make it possible to practice on a given day every now and then. So on one hand, the recommendation I have is this, to meditate consistently more or less at the same time. This approach will favor consistency of practice, but, and here's the shadow side, it might also create familiarity or conformity of your experience, and this might not be so desirable. What I mean by this is that by sitting at a regular time every day, you will tend to only get to know your mind at that particular time of day. And granted, no two days are identical. Each session is, in some ways, always a unique encounter. But it's also true, generally speaking, that if you meditate in the morning, you might only experience your mind when it is in its morning mode, such as planning about the day, feeling calm from a night of sleep, whatever it might be. And because of this conformity of experience, there is actually a case to be made that it might be helpful to change the time you meditate from day to day. Sometimes meditate in the morning, sometimes after lunch, sometimes after dinner, just before bed. And by doing this, by changing the time of day that you meditate, you will get to know your mind in different phases of the day, different modes of the day. So if this kind of looser schedule works for you, please give it a try. For myself, having experimented with many styles, systems, and times for meditation, I've personally found that consistency and regularity are most helpful. If I leave my meditation practice towards the end of the day, inevitably tasks and life concerns take over, and I simply never get to my practice. 
So it's better for me to be rather consistent about practicing first thing. But for others, such consistency becomes an impediment. And I really encourage people to try and find their own way with this. Now, right up next to the question, what is the best time to meditate? Another common question is, how long should I meditate for? The answer to this question also varies depending on the person. As I mentioned above, I do favor consistency and a commitment to a specific time. But how long that time needs to be can vary depending on the person and the conditions that they are facing during a particular day or stretch in their life. I think I stand in agreement with conventional meditative wisdom here when I say that it's better to meditate for shorter periods of time frequently than to meditate occasionally for longer periods of time. So, in the beginning, it might be better to start off with a set time, say 5 or 10 minutes. In other words, an amount of time that is modest enough so that you won't argue with yourself about whether you can fit it in or not. Commit to that time frame, stick to it, and develop the habit of practicing, getting more familiar with the general dynamics of the meditation process. And once you become comfortable with this, practicing for that length of time, then you could start to increase the time of your meditation. And again, please take this with a grain of salt. But generally speaking, for a daily meditation practice, it does seem broadly recognized by many teachers I've worked with that the optimal duration of a meditation practice is somewhere in the range between 30 and 60 minutes a day. There, I just said it. Often teachers are very hesitant to suggest prescribed lengths of time out of fear of making some students feel inadequate if they're not able to commit to sessions of meditation for that duration. And I agree with that. I wouldn't want to suggest a time and then have people preemptively put off meditation practice altogether. But just as running two blocks every day is unlikely to dramatically improve your cardiovascular fitness, meditating for 10 minutes every day is unlikely to yield significant results. But by gradually working towards somewhere between 30 and 60 minutes, you create the conditions for more challenging inner trains to emerge such as resistance, struggle, and conflict. You also give yourself adequate time to experience and develop some qualities of being within those experiences. And that's where the growth edge lies, just slightly outside your comfort zone. So if you're new to practice, by all means, begin modestly. Start with maybe 10 minutes and add a few minutes each week, gradually working your way up to 30 or 60 minutes on a semi-regular basis. Or even get creative and consider meditating while in your yin yoga practice. I frequently do that myself. From these practical considerations around time, in the next lesson, I'll look more closely at the function of stillness in meditation. In other words, what does stillness do for us in our meditation practice? I'll stop there for now. And in the next episode of Everyday Sublime, I'll look more closely into the function of sitting still in meditation something that I call the function of external stillness. That is stillness of keeping the body relatively immobile. This external or physical stillness, I think, works like a mirror, allowing us to more clearly see the movements and patterns of our mind. I look forward to sharing that with you, with insights from my practice to yours. If you'd like to follow along with Everyday Sublime, please subscribe in iTunes, and I left a link for you in the show notes. Or you can subscribe directly on my site at joshsummers.net forward slash subscribe. Also, if you'd like to study or train in yin yoga with me, check out yinyogaschool.com. Thanks so much for listening today, and I'll see you on the next episode.